When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Big thanks to Searles for joining us. Jeremiah Searles, get the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play for the audio, full show, or just uh, your favorite parts, the full show video. Hale Varsity YouTube, get the magazine and digital content, halevarsity.com backslash offer. We welcome in managing editor Brandon Vogel with us at Brandon L. Vogel on Twitter. Junior already throwing out his picks for uh, for this weekend. Vogue, thanks for the time. Yeah, he is. I'm also technically parenting uh, during this segment, so it could go it could go way south. Does, uh, does he have a full the, the background noise? Uh, you know, let's hope we don't fall off a chair or something. Does but he? You gotta play the hand, Jadel. Does he have a full bowl of macaroni to chuck at you? No, we just we just got done with dinner, so that's that's taken care of. Maybe could have timed this better. So, least, uh... well, I was gonna say what you're doing is you're raising a little sports reporter right there. Garrett McGuire talked today about sleeping in his dad's football office growing up, learning the game. Junior's sleeping in his dad's football office, learning the game right now. Yeah, and I gotta say that uh, that part from uh, from Garrett McGuire today, I found pretty pretty endearing. Um, him him talking about that and. You know, him calling his dad <laughs> nightly, essentially, who's head coach of Texas Tech, if, you know, for anyone who happened mm-hmm. to miss that. But, um, you know, pretty, pretty cool. Cause I mean, Garrett gets up there and, you know, the immediate kind of question everybody had was, boy, he's really young and boy, he looks really young. But it seems like a guy who, who definitely has football in his blood. A lot of football. And to me, it, it you just wonder how's that that respect and authority dynamic going to work out because you're maybe a year or two older or in some instances the same same age as the the guy the room you're leading and how do you go about commanding that respect other than than through your actions and i think his actions are are pretty deliberate vogues with how he's going to be able to connect. And that's that's a benefit for him and a lot of his staff. It's it's two sides of the coin. It can be a positive or a negative, the experience, the age. But from a connectivity standpoint, there's a lot of guys on this staff, including uh, Garrett, that that know what's uh, how the wheels are turning with uh, today's generation. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I think that plays into his favor. Um, you know, you can hold people accountable at any age. Um, and I think somebody like Garrett McGuire is, you know, that that's important. Um, and if you can do that, you can establish respect that way. It's also, you know, just coming in with a new set of eyes, kind of the clean slate piece of it. And anytime you teach somebody something, Oh, I didn't know that under this previous staff. And, you know, not saying that the previous staff missed it or anything like that. You know, it's just like, Oh, it's a different set of eyes. They do it a different way. Here's something I didn't know before that helps me. 
you know, those things all kind of add up and I think continually build trust. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit different. Um, I, I don't know that there's a lot of other coaches out there saying, Hey, come eat pop tarts, uh, in my office, <laughs> but as a, uh, diehard pop tarts fan, I, I'd be interested. I'd be interested in age 43. Cherry or strawberry. No, 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 never, never fruit. Like I'll take those. But, <laughs> I agree. Uh, we're all about like the brown sugar cinnamon. Yeah, and, come uh, on, uh, s'mores. We're we're into. Well, I'm into the candy pop tarts. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it's at. Yeah, no wonder. No. no wonder Carson does not hammer the pop tarts like it used to because I've been buying the fruit ones like all, the <laughs> all along. Strawberry's not that great. I really like cherry s'mores. Is a phenomenal. Flavor. Yes, if you've ever had the s'mores oh, pop tart, yeah. that is one of the goats. There's a, a vending machine in the basement of this hallowed building, our studios, and I think there are pop tarts from two packagings ago. I think they're nuclear proof. They're 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 well expired, but they're still for sale. Well, it's got to be like Twinkies, right? They don't go they don't go bad. Like how bad how bad could a pop tart go? I don't know. Brandon, the the question we'll though, find on, out. <laughs> I mean, sure. Brandon, the, the question on everyone's mind right now, though, following that Garrett McGuire uh, presser today, is a question that's been on my mind for a while. Being born in 1999, does that qualify you as being a, a 90s kid? I, I know uh, that, that the question was asked in a sense of. Gary, you weren't even alive to see the national championship games, but I'm a 99 kid. I've always told people I'm, an, I'm a 90s baby. Is that, is that, is that, is that true? Um, I, well, I, probably not. Uh, you, you weren't catching a whole lot of the 90s at, at that point. Uh, much less, Well, you definitely weren't cognizant or, or remembering much of the 90s. But as, as somebody who was born exactly 20 years earlier, who falls in the like, millennial Gen X, divide uh this comes up in that context for me often enough and uh i I firmly identify as generation x so if you want to call me a millennial fine uh but i'm going to claim generation x so elijah gary mcguire do what you need to do you see i claim millennial not gen z because i see all these gen zers like connor with their tiktoks and their music and it makes me feel old (laughs) (laughs) she's got thrown under the bus here but i'll act like it didn't happen anyway with Coach McGuire being 24 and asking about how he's going to lead a group of guys that's very similar in age to him, I don't know if you would agree with this, Brandon, but I think the approach, at least appropriately, would be to try and relate to the players as much as possible because it's not often where you get a guy that's not a student assistant coach that is around the same demographic. I think that could help a lot psychologically, especially with some of these players. I would agree. I think you've got to turn kind of, you know, your perceived weakness, um, if it's even that, or perceived kind of ambiguity, for lack of a better term, and into a strength and, and use that to your advantage. Because you know what? You can, you can behave like a 52-year-old coach right now. And, you know, Garrett McGuire strikes me as somebody who's like, who's going to put the work in. Um, and there's, there's no substitute for experience. Um, but there's there's also perhaps no substitute just for the way you're able to connect given the the proximity to a younger group of players so so use that piece of it like as long as those guys respect you and and you know know that you're the head coach even if in the case you know maybe you're only two years older than me um that's that's really all you have to establish and and i'm quite confident given the experience he's had and exposure he's had to coaching he'll be able to do that Brandon Vogel with us. Few minutes. Hail Varsity Radio at uh, Brandon L. Vogel on Twitter. Vogues, could the um, 
sneaky staff home run hire be Coach Wager? Uh, with I was super impressed with him today. Obviously, the Texas connection. But I love the, as he talked about, we'll hear about it in about uh, 10 minutes, but the other side of the, the, the office desk, right? He's been, the last 25 years, been on the other side of that office desk when recruiters have come in to his program, coming to, come into his region. Now he's off to college, and, and man, he seems like a guy that can do work with the tight ends, but special teams is, is his big deal as well. Yeah, I'd agree. Sorry, uh, Max has a lot, a lot to say on this on this topic as well. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I I think you're right. Like we've we've had, you know, we saw how it worked out for Joey McGuire at Texas, kind of a pretty similar spot in terms of his history coming in, and I, I think that's possible here too. Um, you look at those those ties to Texas and getting that back going for Nebraska. Um, you know, I've never been somebody who's looked at the move to the Big Ten. Like, I understood how that probably meant less Texas recruiting naturally. But I didn't think it had to mean what it has meant to the degree that it has. Um, so so getting back in there and, you know, just hearing other people talk about about him, um, like, it's, it's, it's a real deal in terms of his connections in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And it instantly, I think, gives Nebraska credibility there. And we see a bunch of good players out of there and – um, you know, we'll see what happens with the tight ends, what happens with special teams, which, you know, they said he said is going to be a collaborative approach. But I think he's going to have a pretty big hand in that um, is something he cares about a, a great deal. Uh, yeah. In terms of kind of sneaky best, uh, wouldn't surprise me if that came to pass. Brandon Vogel's with us here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. And Brandon, one of the things that Coach Wager said today is, Little guy makes an appearance on the stream yard. You can check out the uh, video stream, Hale Varsity's YouTube page, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter page, ESPN Lincoln Facebook and Twitter as well. You can check out the video feed as well. What a cutie you got there. Uh, but, Brandon, one of the things he said today was the fact that, you know what, he's wanted to be a college coach for a while now. He's been waiting for the right opportunity, waiting to make that leap. And he said, when Nebraska comes calling, you don't say no. That's been a consistent theme we've heard from this coaching staff from multiple assistants is when Nebraska comes calling, you don't say no. Well, what does that mean to you in terms of Nebraska's place in the national relevancy of college football? Uh, it means he's not 24 to start with, <laughs> um, which, you know, I think I think you saw with his answer to that. You know, he's somebody who's coached for a long time at the high school level and remembers Nebraska as the way all, I think, Husker fans hope Nebraska will be remembered going forward with, with kind of a new era, a level it can get back to you. But, um, you know, it, it's still a it's still a great job that that has resonance for people in in football, um, and, and that's good. You, you, you want that; it's important, um, and we'll we'll see uh, how that how that continues going forward. But it's it's good to hear. I think that that's a name that still has you know still resonates with with football people because well, let's face it, the past ten years plus for Nebraska have, have shaken the people who have the most faith in that, which is Nebraska fans. Vogue's uh, about 90 seconds, Super Bowl 57. Uh, we asked Searles, so we're going to ask you, what's the food setup look like and who wins, Philly or Kansas City? 
Yeah, so on the food setup, um, I'm reluctantly, most years I kind of say, ah, it's just not worth the effort. It's too tough to do at home, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to conquer Wing Mountain again. So right. procured the wings, uh, going to go, going to go that route and, and see if we can actually come up with something I like here at home without frying them. Not that I'm opposed to frying, but I just want to deal with all that. So we'll be doing a grill slash smoke combo on, on those wings. Uh, in terms of the game itself, um, I'm not the closest follower of the, the NFL, but looking at the the point spread there, last I saw, Chiefs were getting uh, a little bit uh, on the line. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, I, I look at those these two teams and say, you know, should be fairly fairly close game most of the time. But you look at who could win big here if the game were to go that way. And I think that's the Chiefs more so than the Eagles. So I'll, I'll take Kansas City um, and, and and ride with the Chiefs, I guess. Bogues says Chiefs. Uh, we expect uh, you to be that guy. We need you to tweet out photos of your wings on Sunday. Or at least send them to us. Well, will do. Bogues, take care. Give the little man uh, a pound. And uh, we'll talk to you on Saturday. Thank you. All right. Talk to you guys later.